And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Her throne of success is built from hard work and determination. A queen holding court in an empire of her own design, Santia Deck, aka Queen of Abs, defied odds as a girl when advised she shouldn't play sports and overcame obstacles as a young woman when told she shouldn't play football. She attained a royal status forged in strength and fortitude, making history not only as the world's highest paid female football player, but also as the first female athlete to own her own shoe company, Tronis. Hail Queen Santia, empowering women to go on even when told to turn back Hoping women will see their own strength and hers, Santia uses her platform to inspire possibility and support gender equality. Santia Dick, when you were young, doctors told your mother you should not play sports. However, her faith in you and your ability carried way more weight than their recommendation. Despite what doctors were advising in regard to not playing, you played. Your mom has been your advocate since the beginning, serving as your manager now. In all of these years together, what was the best advice that she ever gave you? Oh man, that's so tough. Um, <laughs> she's given me so much advice and so many like nuggets that I still hold on to like to this day. But I would say one of them would probably be um, you you can fly. And I wanna say that because when I was younger, uh, my mom did such a great job at pouring into me and my siblings. And I remember, of course, every little kid, you know, you're like, oh, I wanna fly when they wanna fly. And my mom used to say like, no, you can fly. You can really, really fly. We would literally sit there and try to like jump off of like the counter and fly. But she, even as I got older, continued to say that. And at first I was like, why are we talking about, like, I know I can't fly at this point, you know? <laughs> so I was like, you, believe, you can believe in Santa Claus. But she was like, no, like, you literally have the ability to do whatever it is you want in this lifetime. You know, if you really, really just believe, you put that faith in and things like that. And so I always say like, you know, I believe I, I really can fly because I've been able to break through glass ceilings. I've been able to do some things that a lot of people thought was was not possible, definitely for a woman and, and medical reasons and things like that. So I would say my mom saying I could fly has definitely been something that has stayed with me. <laughs> nice, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Uh, you know, it, your talent, Santia, it's undeniable. You are an incredible athlete with both physical and mental strength. When you were told that as a woman, you should not play football. Did you ever question your course of action? Did you, what gave you the strength to stay the course and to keep going? Honestly, I I never honestly followed like the, the path of like the normal woman, I guess, or girl or whatever, when I was younger. I always was doing things that uh, technically I wasn't supposed to be doing or whatever. You know, I'll be out there playing tactical football in the back of my brothers. 
I'll be at their football camps when it was boys only, but my mom was like, no, she can come to like the coaches or whatever. So I don't do well with being told that I can't do something. <laughs> so for me, I feel like if you tell me that, oh, you shouldn't do this, I'm gonna wanna, wanna I'm gonna wanna do it. Just like if somebody told a kid, hey, this the stove is hot, they're gonna wanna touch it even more at that point. So for me, it was just like, if me, then who? Like, who was going to break through this glass ceiling? Who was going to open up this door for other women to do the same thing? Um, at first, I can say it, it was kind of, you know, um, painful to see some of the blogs, some of the, the posts and stuff when I first went viral for, you know, signing that contract and things like that. But it allowed me to grow thick skin. And I realized, like, that's what comes with the territory. You're going to have people that don't want to see you winning. There's going to be people that don't want to see you doing these things, you know, in a male-dominated sport or whatever. But for me, it was bigger than me. It was about, okay, who am I going to be bringing up? And who am I going to help walk through this door one day when they're old enough to get to the point to where they want to play tackle football on a high level? Or if they just want to do something great in life and they don't have someone that might look like them or anything like that, doing it, I want to be the one that they can say, hey, like, she did this, so I can do this too. So that's always been my motto. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And you're just living proof that, you know, these things are possible, despite what people say. Um, you know, you made history a couple of times. For the first time, when you became the world's highest paid female football player, uh, you're just getting started, though. So how, at this point in your life, how are you going to define success in your career ahead of you with so much going on? What is that bar? What does it look like? How do you define what that is? So honestly, success has always to me been setting your own personal goals and achieving that. Mm -hmm. So every single year I write out what I want to do, what it is I want to achieve. So I feel like as long as I'm continuing to achieve those goals every single year, then that to me is success. But the ultimate success for me is when I can say like, you know, I've literally changed lives on a, on a, on a huge level. You know, I, I feel like I'm doing, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm touching a few people here and there, but I want to get on, you know, a, a, a bigger platform and be able to show people exactly what it is, tell my story. Hopefully through that, that's when I can really like touch, you know, a lot more people and show people again that this world is ours. Like there's nothing you really can't do. And then of course, you know, I feel like ultimate success is when I have my own family one day and then I get to see my children, you know, reaping the benefits of what I left for them. So that's to me what ultimate success is. And that is that is awesome. Well, you're certainly well on your way there. Um, you know, when it comes to gender equality, we see the inequity that women deal with, um, not only in sports, but in business as well. So making history for a second time as the first female athlete to own her own shoe company. You officially launched Tronis, um, doing amazing things with your brand. There are many parts of starting a company um, and some of them are really hard. For other female entrepreneurs eager to know what's been the worst part and what's been the best part? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think, you know, if I'm being quite honest, you know, this this company is 100% family owned. So that means we don't have any investors, we don't have anybody funding us. This is strictly out of our pockets and, you know, just our work. So I would say, of course, the financial part of just launching um, is definitely, um, it's tough when you don't have anybody helping to do that, you know, with you. 
Um, but it is something that is possible, you know, um, but it's going to take a lot more work. It's going to take a lot more, uh, you know, I guess family power or team power to kind of get it going. Um, so I would say that was definitely the, the, the most difficult part, which is making sure that we had everything we needed to actually launch successfully, financially. Um, and then we launched during the pandemic, which of course that in itself was so chaotic because the ports were closed and, you know, it was just so much going on. You know, our, our products come from China. So making sure that we were able to, you know, get it out before Chinese New Year and all of that stuff. It was just a whole mess. But through the grace of, literally, literally through the grace of God, we like literally got our shipment out the day before it was like, hey, that's it. And I remember like when we finally got everything out, me and my mom like just sat in like her office and like cried because we were like, oh my gosh, like, what just happened? This was so stressful, but at the end of the day, that was almost in the same sentence, the most beautiful part of our journey because it was like, we did it. Like we freaking launched a freaking shoe company during the pandemic. And now our customers are gonna be happy when there's a whole bunch of people around the world, including some of the biggest companies in the world whose customers are gonna get their shipping for Christmas. And we're one of the lucky ones that are. So it was a definitely like a super bittersweet moment, but I would say that moment was like, the best and the worst to be quite honest. And of course, getting getting it East Bay was definitely like a close second for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, and I think it's right when those sorts of things happen, when there's a good chance that it couldn't, but it did. I mean, what would a sign that that's what was meant to happen and that you were designed, that you are on the path that you were meant for? Yeah. Most definitely. Um, you know, another, another question for you is, you know, that just the fact that you inspire so many women, so many people, just by simply being you, Santia, just by simply showing up, you inspire so many. So the question for you here is, who is it that inspires you? Um, definitely my mom. I would have to say my mom because my mom has been an entrepreneur pretty much her whole entire life and so has my, my father. So having those two individuals around me as just a kid and seeing how they worked. And I was always so curious to know like how they did what they did. And I wanted to sit in on the meetings and, you know, all these different things. I, I got to watch like my mom really be this super strong, powerful, but gentle and, you know, nurturing woman. So I literally learned from her that you can be this beast like in life, but you can also be this sweet and nurturing woman to like your family and others around you and be giving and loving, but you can also wear that cape, you know, when you need to and, and pull that sword out if you need to. So I learned how to be like, like a, a gentle beast from her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why people meet me. They're like, oh man, I thought you were going to just be this super, like, I don't know, like, I don't even know the words to describe it. Um, just like, whatever type of person like maybe super super masculine or super super arrogant or whatever and they're like oh man you're so nice like you're so chill I'm like yeah like you don't you don't have to you don't have to choose like you can be you know this super super awesome dope person but also again be super you know respectful and nice and generous and kind so I just learned how to be both and um I love my mom for showing me that that you know I didn't have to give up one part of me in order to be you know this successful person in life so my mom taught me that just 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 how to how to do both and I feel like a lot of people don't get to experience that it's like a lot about the sacrifice but my mom she showed me that yeah just be you be you in every single way and it's okay if they're gonna love it or they're not 
and um yeah that's that is awesome and that's and i love how you say that you didn't have to give up a part of you to be another part of you you know that you can be both at the same time and that balance is so important and that we have a right to to be those things at the same time so um you know so one the, the thing i will close with today in this conversation again thank you for taking the time you've got crazy amount of things going on um one of my favorite quotes from you is this and it's very simple the best things in life usually are if you want it go get it mm-hmm. and for me i mean as simple as that is it's so powerful and anytime i i read that i remember the first time i, I remember reading that quote from you and i said yes <laughs> I mean, you make it sound so easy we know it's not yeah <laughs> what words of encouragement would you give to women to men who are out there seeking to make history what what advice would would you give you know what um one of the most powerful things that um i heard um from someone and it, it even to this day still like haunts me in a good way but someone said you don't ever want to be that person that when you pass and everybody goes to the graveyard you know there's your dreams and your goals and your talents buried with you you know in that graveyard and so for me i would say literally do every single thing it is in this world that you want to do life is too short you're going to make mistakes you're going to fail it's going to suck but understand the gift of life you get to wake up again and do it and try again and so for me it's about emptying out my tank you know god put all these special talents and hidden talents that we all have to find that's our job and find your talents find your gifts find the things in you that's going to help motivate and change somebody else's life because this life isn't even about us that's the crazy thing it's about helping somebody else and helping the next generation and helping the next you know generation of people become better and more advanced or whatever it may be so use everything you know people are so afraid to like take that that leap cuz oh i don't know if it's going to work or always oh, scary but literally you don't you don't even can't even comprehend what's on the other side of that fear like there's a life that's just waiting for you that you can't even imagine so i would say take that leap take that jump use everything empty it out if you want to be a nfl player at 40 just i don't know go out and try go go get a trainer do whatever do whatever everybody says you can do have fun and enjoy life make memories spend time with your friends and family you know praise god and just live your life to the fullest i know that was a lot but <laughs> <laughs> well you are very generous cuz i asked for one piece of advice and you gave all kinds of advice um <laughs> in all of it is is wonderful i i love how you say specifically like you just want to empty it out you don't want to go with anything left in the tank i think that's so so brilliant and i think it's something that all of us need to when we are when we are afraid to take that leap to say but we think often about what happens if it doesn't work more than we think about what happens if it does work so it's crazy it's crazy that we do think that way so so yeah that that would definitely be something that i would tell everybody to take with them mhm well i have to say you know thank you for sharing your story your truth and just again by living by your own example how you inspire so many people um to take that leap and to leave their tank empty you know and the, i love the fact that you said that it's not about you anyway it's about everyone else that we're here 
to live a life not self-serving but of service and that's exactly what you do um so i can't thank you enough for sharing your time and for in doing that helping all of us become a bit more aware now thank you so much santia thank you <laughs> thank you so much tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.